This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, zero dollar delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Good morning, one and all. Did I say good? It wasn't, was it? (laughs) What can I say? Everything's going wrong this morning, so please bear with us. We're going to start uh, in a while. Um, But uh, let's, uh, let's at least try and get it going, shall we? Fingers crossed. This is Let's Lie Die TV. Good morning. It's time. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts.
ITV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. All right, Chris. A wise man once said, go to bed, sleep on things. It'll all seem better in the morning. I feel like I want to shoot him because I don't know who said that because, oh, my God. How? He's got to go, hasn't he? He has got to go. There's, there's, I, can't, I can't say anything else. This. This is my website. This is what I I I wrote yesterday. Rogers must go and go now. Twenty-two goals conceded after seven games is the worst record after that number of games in Premier League history. You've got us another record, Brendan. You've got us another record. And I just how many points did Derby? Go down with was it 11? Um, I don't. Are we going to get into double figures? And the worrying thing is, right, is that the next five games, and no disrespect to those teams, but they are winnable. And I'm sure you know, just as much as they look at us and go, you know what, these are winnable. Um, but will we win them with Rogers in? That's the worrying thing. I don't know if we, if we keep Rogers. I don't know if we will win them, and that is that is so scary. That is so scary. It's a new show this morning. Brad's in in a minute. Um, I'm just waiting for the thumbs up from him, and we will be ready to go. We're going to try something new. Like I say, everything's kind of going a little bit a little bit boob up this morning. Um, so this is uh, let me show you. This is where you can watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform, or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester till I die. Broadcasting live worldwide. Indeed, you can also get us on our new music and radio show, Lester Till I Die Radio, the ultimate blend of sport and music. Yet find us at mixcloud.com forward slash LTID radio. Mixcloud.com forward slash LTID radio. Um, you have to sort of follow me, but it's free, nothing to download, don't worry. Um, let's go through some messages because there's a lot in. As I say, we did the post-match show last night, so this is new. Um, and we're going to be looking, as I say, very much at the tactics of the game. So we're basically taking Brad's board and making that bigger and hopefully more modern. <laughs> That's the plan. Um, now, whether this is the real or not, I, I, I don't think it will be in fairness, but he is speaking like it is him. Uh, so if it, if it is you, Fabrizio, um, I apologise. Um, I do know sort of the phraseology you work because we talk on email and what have you. Uh, good morning, my friend. Exclusive says, Brendan Rogers believes he can turn this bad form around. Um, no. <laughs> Please not. Um, Lennon Bradley, hello, Rogers in. Um, ooh, uh, uh, are you a Forest fan, Lennon, by any chance? <laughs> it worries me. It worries me. Um, 
Mike is in. Good morning, Mike. Uh, hope you're well as much as you can be. Uh, Alicia says there, please do like and share it. Please spread, click that subscribe button. And uh, please, if you have subscribed, smash the like button as well. Um, let's see how Brad talks through these goals. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Mike, uh, no worries, Chris. You've, you've got a letter. <laughs> I have. That's why I was late. I've got a letter off my mother. Uh, Gray's in. Good morning, Gray. How are you feeling? Any better? Yeah, I'm not. I don't know about you. I'm not. Niall's in. Good morning, Niall. I uh, hope you are well too. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna have to start. I'm gonna start following Motherwell, aren't I? Um, Facebook user too late with the subs. Energy levels dropping, and they and they make changes with nothing till it was too late. Poor coaching. Yeah, we had a good bit of time in the first half when we, I thought we were very very good, uh, and I was actually quite impressed and thought, oh, this is the last I want to see. Uh, but yeah, indeed, he off in eighty-seven minutes. What the f? And we still had we still had two subs left that weren't used. Um, True red. Morning, Chris. It's embarrassing at the moment. Maybe from your side rather than mine right now. Uh, this this game for us both after the international break is a massive six pointer already. Yeah, True red. You, you're right. I mean, all right. No, let's take banter aside. We'll take the banter aside because obviously you're a, you're a Forest fan and welcome along, mate. Welcome along. Um, You've obviously not had a very good start, um, and I don't think there's—I don't think there's well, there is pressure on you because you spent a lot of money. You spent a lot of money, uh, and you need—and you, I—I know why you bought so many players because obviously you had you had so many on loan last season. But I believe that's what I've said. I'm not a Forest fan, obviously, so I don't know. But that's what I'm—I'm led to believe. However. I think the fact that we are doing so badly is taking the pressure off you a little bit. It was like when Bournemouth got promoted the season we won the Premier League. They, there was no pressure on them because all the story was about Leicester. Could we go down? Yes, we could. We're not too good to, no team is too good to go down. You're right, mate. It is a real, real, real six-pointer. And we'll have to obviously get together before that and and and, and do the preview. Uh, and I think we'll both we'll both be wearing black that day. But thanks for joining us, mate. It is a real. I am I am worried. I've got to be totally honest with you. I am worried about playing Nottingham Forest. Oh, they went down with nine. Uh, I thought they went down with eleven. Nine. Well, where are we going to get eight points from? Um, Niall, Chris, he needs to go, mate. I watched the full game in the boozer. I'll tell you what, I wish I had because it might have ignored my senses. Um, his time's up, his coach is on the shaky nail. Uh, has enough chances, mate. I feel you pay enough's enough before it's too late, exactly. Exactly, because as I say, and no disrespect to Forrest and no disrespect to the other teams, because then I say they will be looking at us and going, God, we've got less than that. This is great, you know. Uh, eight games and they're not even, you know, seven games and they've not even come back from one yet, you know. So, yeah, let's get them while they're down. So, I get it. I get it. But if we keep him, is he, are we going to get anything from those games? Bring another manager in. Can't do any worse. Can't do any worse. And we're going to have a look. I think we'll do. We'll have a look at some uh, next manager odds in a minute. 
if my if my system has worked, and it appears to have done. Um, oh, Mike and uh, and Niall are having a chat there. Uh, no, well, nine or eleven. I don't know whether we can actually meet that <laughs> true red. Uh, but yeah, it is a bit funny, isn't it? Funny until you know, as long as, as, long as you and us get 12, 13 points, <laughs> it won't be so bad. Um, Forest will beat us, I think they will. You know, it was 11 apparently. Yeah, come on, come on, Mike. One job, one job. Um, what we'll do is when I've gone through the, the chats, uh, I will go through the next manager odds with Brad. If Brad gives me a thumbs up if he's ready to go, uh, yes, he is. So yeah, I've I hadn't seen that before. Mr. Postmatch Show, Chris, to be honest with you, it was it was it was an hour and a half of me, Brad, and uh, David all swearing. So <laughs> and, uh, that's that's all that's all it was basically. Um, if it goes, Chris, who would you take? Dyche? Uh, sorry, would you take Dyche, um Dan's former manager? Yes, yes. I, I, I actually at this point I would. Uh, absolutely gutted, Chris. Doug's in. Um, welcome, how the devil are you, sir? Uh, thank you for joining us, and thank you for having to sit through that. Well, from a neutral's point of view, it wasn't dross, but thank you for holding my hand through that 90 minutes yesterday. It, it was you were you were my you were my good Samaritan. You've woken up with the cold. Well, I, I, there's so many things I could say to that, but I've got to remember that this is the morning. This isn't nine o'clock at night. Uh, and everybody's saying hello to everybody else. Um, it is cold, actually. It is cold. Uh, Facebook user, the situation worries me, but I believe the players need to start looking at themselves. We asked for Rodgers to walk, but never the players. No, and we never will. Because do we? where are we going to get the money to replace 11 players? Minimum, if that's what we're saying. The manager... He is paid and paid very well, not the 10 million that people are claiming, but he's paid very well. Uh, the book has to stop with him. It's a simple. And uh, I've been a sales manager in charge of a team. If we had a bad week, I got the bollock in. Then it was up to me to go and, and bollock, bollock, if needed, the, the, the team or explain why. The, the book stops with the manager, stroke coach. Um, oh, sorry, mate. I, I, I sorry, I was led to believe it was more. Sorry, uh, okay, fair point, fair point to you. Um, Leicester get battered everywhere we go. We do. We went, we went out for a fish and chip takeaway, we'd get battered. Uh, if you go down, mate, can you see your better players leaving? Well, there's a lot of players up contract at the end of the season. Um, there's a lot of players, a lot of players are out. Um, Tactically, it's shite. His timing for Souls was a joke. Didn't see any point in making changes in the game. Your game or my game, mate? Um, but I agree. If you're talking about Rogers, yes, you know, he is shite. Uh, gravelled voice, Dice would keep us up. Um, sorry, Brad, I'm not going to be two seconds now. Uh, was what <laughs> was watching older shot against Halifax yesterday. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, it was probably a better game than either of ours. Um, but uh, well, I've said that you were Friday, of course. Why does Rogers have to ask the players to be brave? They should do that for the club, indeed. Uh, and final one at this point, at least it's an international break next week. You don't have to watch Leicester losing. We don't, and it gives us two weeks to get a uh, a, a new manager in. Um, I don't see what a new manager can change the play, but the players might respond to the new manager. 
you know, we, we've said this, that things get stale. And if, if I can say, when I was a manager, if I could not get a tune out of my team, I would go, somebody else would come in, fresh ideas, fresh tactics, fresh whatever, and it changes it round, you know. Um, like Rogers at Celtic, uh, he can't handle pressure very well. Brad, thank you so much for being patient, mate. Um, oh, it's a it's a very red, Brad. Good morning, sir. I know, but I, I, I would blind you all if I let the sunlight in. It's ridiculous yeah. where it is. And That's I okay, mate. Don't, don't worry at all. Um, I, I didn't know whether that is that or whether the fact that you were just so angry that your face was gone red, uh, you know. Might possibly still be a permanent red colour, mate. That might still be <laughs> the case. <laughs> but okay, well, let's have a look. And we did. And sorry, thank you for waiting there. There was more no points. And hopefully, as they did give you a chance to hopefully sort things out at your end. Uh, but let's have a look at this, shall we? Oh, yes. Next manager of. Let's get straight. Let's, let's do the elephant in the room first, um, because obviously, this is the tactic show. And we're going to be doing a long, long look at tactics, I am sure. Um, there's a lot of there'll be a lot to talk about, but let's just have a look at these odds. And we were joking about a few names before we came live, weren't we? Um, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> we found that they were on this system. I mean, some of them obviously, absolutely, they're just put on there to 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 wind people people up, I think. And that's not the full list, there is actually a longer list than that. But um, I'm going to try and find it now. Sean Dash, two to one favourite. I I actually choked on my drink when Ant um, suggested that uh, a few weeks ago. But now, yeah, now, now, and it says that when you're saying, but now, doesn't it? It doesn't sound great, but no. <sighs> He'd be a good appointment in terms of the situation in the club, uh, and and those saying would a new manager do anything? Well, see, there's there's a lot of players in there, and we've got four or five that won't be here next year unless they sign extensions, and even then, that guarantees nothing in this world, does it? But you know, you, you, you see these players that want a new lease of life at the club, like Samore, like Pratt, like maybe Mendy. You know, and maybe someone that's not going to keep playing his favourite. Sean Dice will, will iron that out. He'll go, Oi, you, get in the under 23s unless you're going to stay here. I want him playing because he wants to play for me. And he'll do that. And that's my best Sean Dice impression there. <laughs> but, you know, he, he, he will do that. And he will yeah. go to a Dennis Pratt and he will go to a Samora game. I like you. You want to play for this club? I'm going to play you. And, and, and that's what we need. We need someone who's going to give that 25-man squad the opportunity. Because You know what? I mean, years ago, he was linked with us with every managerial change. And I always went, no, no, no. Even then, though, you know, I actually did consider it. But when I've looked at some of his interviews recently, um, and it's been one-to-one, -one, um, hmm. he actually speaks a lot of sense. You know, he said the other day that, uh, on, on an interview that he told these new owners that when they were first in, asking three, you know, a while ago, that he's got three years to catch up on. Mm. You know, that he's had the same team, a bit like Leicester, and that you know it had three years. But he also said, and I thought I thought this was very uh, very telling. He said, "I did what I did with the players I had. 
He said, you know, I, you know, I hadn't got technically gifted players, and I could therefore not play it a different way. So maybe if he came in, and no disrespect to Burnley, but you know, I think our squad at the moment is probably better than the squad that he he, he left at Burnley. He mm. again might be able to do something. Well, yeah, I mean, you always look at these managers that do well with, you know, misfits thrown together or, you know, mm. you, you know, Burnley, a case of shoestring budget, as he, as he infamously liked to remind us of whether they won or lost. He was always reminding us that he was done on a shoestring budget. And, you know, you look, you look at Eddie Howe, all right, he's been given the, the jackpot of dreams, really. He couldn't have asked for a better thing. I mean, there's, there's, there's a difference between managing a team that's a lot that, that's better than than the crop of Burnley players and then managing, you know, your, your cheat code on, on FIFA and being able to spend whatever money you want on on, on players. Uh, he's been given, like, the free demo on it, hasn't he, with all the cheats and hacks on uh, with Newcastle. But... It would be interesting. This is this could be the perfect opportunity for a, a Sean Dice for the next two or three years to show what he's capable of doing when he's got yeah. the better quality players, when he's got a bit of money to spend. All right, right now that's not the case, but he's he's a he's used to that. Yes, and B, like we said, the upgrading players, he he'd be able to prove himself. We, we, you know, I, I've said many times, uh, I think you probably have as well. Can Potch do it? At a Rochdale, could you know? Could mm. Mourinho do it at a uh, Oldham? You know, could Pep do it? You know, uh, at a, at a Bolton. The other way round, and we always say this, you know, could Sean Dyche do it with money? You know, if he had the players, could Eddie Howe? You know, it would always worked on a shoestring. We're going to find out now. But I suppose mm. they've got to be given the chance. One, I mean, this is going round a lot that Leicester are interested in Thomas Frank, and he's second there at four to one, um, and he's a good manager, and I wouldn't argue with him either. And I'm not going to go through the whole list, but I don't think he'd leave Brentford. Do you? Brighton fans thought that about Potter, and he seems swiftly go around. So I wouldn't rule it out either. I mean, uh. Football was I, suppose, I suppose if a new manager was to come in and he looked at Leicester as a project, yeah. stadium expansion, this whole new football city thing that we've got with hotels and shops and houses and yeah. cinemas and whatever, and you look at that and you think, wow. Yeah, and again, if you if you look at it that way, which which whoever comes in uh, will be looking at it. I'm sure they will. They'll be looking at going, if I can be here for three years... And I can do a decent enough job. A, I might get, I might be here beyond that. And B, I'm gonna, you know, if I can be the guy that was known to say, you know, you know, when when everybody looks back in ten years' time and looks at where Leicester are with the stadium and the, and their surrounding ground and how they got, I might, I want to be that manager that they talk about going. Oh, well, it was, it was thanks to me. Who, yeah. who came in when Leicester were at dire need and 20, you know, he writes his own story. Imagine me being the manager that came in and saved them from a crisis. They were 20th. And mm. then Thomas Frank became the manager and saved yeah. Leicester and guided them back up to the top. You know, and that's what these managers would look at. And the same for the rest on these, these links. I mean, I, I, what I will say as well is whether, whether you want these guys in as lesser managers or not, there's there's one just below the guy 
next on the list that I wouldn't want here because I think yeah. I, I didn't rate him as a manager. But what we have to do is, regardless of whether we want them as our manager or not, if they are made manager, we have to give them the backing. Oh, yes. But, I mean, the, I, you've got to come in and go, which of these managers can do it? Yeah. In, our current, in our current situation, we can't go and say, give them a manager and say, like, you're going to be able to spend this yeah. much in January. There's no war chest there. We know that. And it's FFP. It's not that we're going out of business. It is FFP. And I, yeah. I am so fed up with saying that on my in the Facebook group with people going like, why are we spending all this money on the stadium when we haven't got my place? It's a different pot we're pissing out of. You know what I mean? It is FFP. Um, now, could Sean Dash handle that? Yes, he could. Could Thomas Frank handle that? And, and you know, maybe you get the money maybe, you know, in a season or two. Yes, he could. Could Potticino? Ah, I'm not so sure. He's the you only know, manager because... ever has, mate. In the Premiership, Spurs went eighteen months of our signing. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. Good point. But you see what I'm, you see the point I'm mm, getting. I do. At, see, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. And again, with Pochettino, you've got to remember his Southampton days. He likes the youth. He was forced at Southampton to sell the youth because that's how. That's how. No, sorry, sorry. Liverpool B. When he was manager of Liverpool's B side back in the day, yeah. he was a very good advocate of youth. I mean, I mean. I, um, I know he's an old granddad in football terms now, but Lalana came through at Southampton and players like that came yeah. through at Southampton. And that would probably fit the protocol more. Now, he's unemployed, so there's no paying PSG because he's, he's mm. unemployed. Yes, his wages would probably keep him up there as one of the high earners, but I'd be very, very interested in Pop Pochettino. He likes a project. He likes to get his hands dirty. He's not afraid to give the youth a chance. I think he fits the mentor the most perfect to anybody yeah. on this list. Yeah. The guy will like the, the guy. The guy will get on to next if you're going to talk about Bielsa. No, 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 no. He's a fraud of a manager, and he's. He, I'm, he I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go down the list here very, very quickly because the, yeah. those are them to me. Those are probably Top the three. main three. In yeah. fairness, I would love Pochettino. I agree with absolutely everything you said there about him. To me. He is almost a Rogers Mark II upgraded, if you like, because like yeah. he's got that used to the project exactly. Bielsa, my God, no. He, I'm not no. saying that he wouldn't keep us up, because again, he would put fire in the belly, possibly. But moving forward, would you want to let Bielsa free with them? No, I wouldn't. You know? No, he's a lazy. He's a lazy fraud. He couldn't be bothered to learn the language. He couldn't even um... be bothered not to not to stand up at a match yet to have a bucket. <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 he plays one way, and look at Leeds' results. They were embarrassing. Yeah. So, oh, they played really good football. Yeah, they also lost 17-1 against Manchester United when they had Ollie at the wheel. You know what I mean? It's like, no, I don't want that here. It's ridiculous, yeah. style of manager. It's, a, it's actually fraudulent that people think he's a great tactician because he's not. He's an absolute fat fraud. No. Very quickly on this one, because like I said, we, we, we've already done Poch, but... Brad uh, Scott says, Brad, you said Potticino, however, every time people have mentioned bringing in youth players in rather than spending, you've you've sold wrong way, you've said wrong way to go about things. I think what you're saying, Brad, as well, what I am saying is, I have nothing wrong with bringing youth players through, but only they've got to be better than what they're going to be replacing. Yeah, you know? yeah. and I, I just want to say that onto, onto Scott just quickly, if you let me, if you don't mind me quickly, just answer Scott's questions. What I mean is, is Bring players through that are ready, 
but some of you are asking for Iverson, Braun, uh, the, the 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 striker. You're asking for the entirety. Some of you are demanding the entirety of the under 23s come through. No, the reason we've had so much success with Ben Chilwells, Luke Thomases, KDHs, and Harvey Barnes's mate is because we've brought them through rightly. We've brought them through at the right point. We've done the necessary steps where you in, in you know you flux them into the first team so they can gain the experience you send them out on loan and you up that level with each season at the past and then you get them in some of you asking for brunt iverson and god knows what else in our under 23s to suddenly start replacing the likes of evans ward and bloody kdh and, and yori and, and and vardy can't that's what i mean that Bring up a youth player. Get two or three on that bench. Let them experience it this season. Chuck them on in cup games. I'm all for that, Scott. I just think you've got to manage how you do it because you don't want yeah. to destroy their confidence. It's man no, management. Look at, look at Thomas. I mean, he came through, he burst through. Maybe it was too soon for him. Well, it he, was. He, he played because of injury, didn't he? Hmm. Well, let's just quickly run through these. Let's just go with a yeah. yes or no, um, first of all. Daniel Farker at nine to one, but apparently he's doing very well at uh, Brewster and Wilson Gladback. I wouldn't for him. No, no. Rafa Benitez. <sighs> Ooh, uh, no, I think I'd have to say no. On a on, a, on an eighteen month contract, two years, yeah. Anything longer than that, no. I, I wouldn't mind him for a power push for a, a year or. Too. Mm. I wouldn't mind I, him. I, yes, I said. Uh, I'm, 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 as you saw from my, mm, I wasn't sure. Oh. Um, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. No. 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 I'm not, not 100%. He, he had the big names at Man United, and you could argue that, um, uh, you could argue that, you know, he, he did, he did well at, at the beginning, but he had, the, I mean, you know, he had the really big names, didn't he? To be fair, yeah, and he, um, he probably had he probably has about 20 leaders at yeah. Old Trafford. He's probably got one or two here, and I think he needs true, true reds in still. Um, and we're going to come to Steve Cooper now. I like Steve Cooper, but I, I, I'm not sure just at the moment. He is a good manager, I think. Um uh, <laughs> see, I knew I knew he'd come in with this one. <laughs> Steve Cooper, get lost, he's Super Cooper, uh, Cooper Man. Because those of you that uh, are old like me, um, I just think, I think he's got a project at Forest. Mm-hmm. He is a good manager, you know, for what he's done at Forest and where he took them and how quickly he took them there. But it's a bit like I was saying with. Um, Potter a few years ago, and obviously he's gone and gone to Chelsea, so well done to him, proving me wrong again. But I just think it's too soon for Cooper. I mean, first of all, Steve Cooper, he's got a face only a mother could love, isn't he? <laughs> well, yes. But no, I agree with you. I said the same about Potter with Brighton, and I kind of think the same with Thomas Frank at Brentford. Leave them alone. Leave mm. them to their projects. We moan at people, we moan at these bigger clubs coming in and trying to steal our players, stealing our staff, and Steal our manager and whatnot when things are going well, obviously, not right now. I mean, steal our manager all you like. Um, yeah. but leave him alone, let him let him prove himself, let him integrate yeah. himself, let him try and keep Forrest up, hopefully fail. Sorry to the red, but just for rivalry's sake, I have to get that little thing in there. 
But no, I do. I honestly, I do hope he succeeds. But no, stay at Forest. You know, do yeah. well, do well. Dean Smith, uh, that'd be a definite yes for me. No, don't rate him. You don't? Okay. Um, Nathan Jones, where's he at? Hey, you've missed out two big names on there. No, I didn't. I missed them out on purpose. Oh, good. Because <laughs> we know their nose. All right. Okay. That's good. Who? Well, they are to me. <laughs> yeah, they are to me as well, to be honest with you. Scott Parker's you're not worth the 2000 yeah. jacket he wears. And yeah. Nathan I, Jones. I think, I think Roy Hodgson. Yeah. No. I, I think know. he's. I think he's in his old folks' home. I think he's got the. Yes. Nathan play. Jones, where's he at? I don't know who is he. Oh, Luton, Luton, Mike. Thank you very much. You always rely, always rely on Mike. Uh, uh, no, no, keep him yeah. there. He's doing well. The Hatters are having a good season. In fact, if Dan's in the chat, he'll be happy because they beat Blackburn Rovers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, keep him there. Uh, Dan, Dan can parade him on an open tour box for beating Blackburn. Casper Humeland. You're out of my range of jurisdiction with some of these. I, I, yeah, I don't know though. Lucian Favre. I've heard. I think was I've he was he the Leipzig manager? I think he might. Have I'm been. sure. I'm sure Matt will. Um, I'm yeah. Sure Matt will. Uh, sorry, Mike will come on. Ah, Dan Dog as well. Denmark manager Casper Humeland apparently. No, um, leave him to his international job. Yeah. He's clearly sometimes you get a manager that is an international manager. I mean, look, look at Mister Scratch Me Ball, Sniff Me Arse, and then Sniff Me Finger. Yeah. That Joe Jim Lowett, Joe, whatever. Leave him yeah. as well. Don't want him on the list. He's a no, weirdo, no. isn't he? He's a uh, weirdo. Claudio Sorry. Ranieri. Um, just remember how he left us. Once he was uh, given control, I love him for what he did. But once he was given control, as it always does with him. Not just at Leicester, every club he's been at. Uh, and they said this before he came to Leicester. It will do well for you for a season, and then it will go. Uh, and it did. So I wouldn't want him back. No. Um, I'm just picking out some of the main names here. Otherwise, we'll be here till till God knows when. Ralph Hustenthal, 20 to 1. No, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say no. I would. Um, okay, fair enough. <laughs> John Terry, no. No, he'll be sleeping with the wives. Yeah, uh, Thomas Tuchel, we talked about, you know, never um, ever going to happen, but yes, please. Yes, yeah, Claude Prell. I'm going, I'm leaving. How do I leave the stream? That name sends <laughs> shit down my spine. <laughs> I hate it. You know what? I looked at this earlier, and I actually I don't know whether this is how bad things are, but I actually looked at it and went. <laughs> I know, but mate, come on, right? We we clearly we we clearly seen with Rogers over the last eight months that we can't play the boring, slow, backwards pass game, and that's exactly what he built the foundations on. So yeah. it would work, wouldn't yeah. it? If he came back, uh, Wayne Rooney, Eve, would you leave America? No. He isn't going to come to Leicester. Let's, I mean, this is Betfair, in fairness, that have done this, and what, really, what, he's going to come really to a club where his wife's worst. Yeah, he's going to come to a club where his wife's worst enemy. At, you know, at the club, no, no. Martin O'Neill, seriously, love the guy to bits, but he's past it. I mean, time machine and bringing back from the night is O'Neill, yeah, definitely, 100%, but yeah. You no. know, and then we've got Graham Potter at 40-1. to 1. He, like, he, like He's going to leave Chelsea for us, but for fuck's sake. And uh, this isn't a bad shout. If you've got an odd pound here, Duncan Ferguson, 66-1. to 1. No. No, 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 no. Never in a million years. Never in a million. He's awful. He's bog-standard league one manager at best. 
he, there's a reason I think, and I could be wrong here. There's a reason he's been Peterborough manager about four times because it's the only club that love him. He's crap, no, awful. Is that is it that Duncan Ferguson or is it the, who's the guy from Everton? No, Duncan Ferguson. Um, you're thinking Barry Ferguson, maybe then. Because the Duncan there is a, Ferguson, there is a, Alex's son, who was in and out at Peterborough, but I'm sure, I'm sure Duncan Ferguson was the assistant manager at Everton. Well, either way, it's a Ferguson off. No, 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 you're not as good as unless it's not, I, I, I'd rather I'd rather take an Alex Ferguson and, and or an Arsene Wenger and get them. Yeah, up, it was, get them yeah. Back I mean, Doug just said Duncan Ferguson was interim manager. You're thinking of Darren Ferguson, Mike says. Is that what I was thinking yeah. of? Like, well, yeah. either way, the Fergie yeah. Fergie that isn't an Alex. Oh, no. The last two here, and I joked about one of these before. Then I, then when I looked right down at the bottom, I think, fuck, he's actually on there. Alan Pardew and Sam Allardyce, both 66 to 1. Short term is a 12 yes. month contract. Like what? You know, you know, I said to you, didn't I? Like what West Ham did the first time round with Moyes, if you're going to yeah. offer him an end of season contract, that's your options. Yeah. But. Uh, we also talked about managers that were appointed to certain clubs that were too big to go down and how disastrous that went. And I think that would be the route you could potentially go down if you hide an Allardyce or yeah. a Pardew. But who knows? Maybe they need the ego. Yeah. Right. Quickly, let's catch up with all the chat and then we'll have a look at Brendan's post-match conference and then Brad will hopefully show us how his new how his new toy works. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, Niall, if you do go down, can you see your better players leaving? I mean, there's so many that are in the last year of the contract anyway. And yes, I've got to be honest with you, totally yes, they will, because they won't, they're will they bigger than that. Uh, we've just covered that one, uh, Sam or Sean. Um, Tillum is out of contract. Um, uh, tactically shite. <laughs> I think we did that one, didn't we? Um, mm -hmm. I was watching older shot. Um why does Rogers um, have to ask the players to be brave? They should be anyway. Quite, yeah, quite right. Um, done that one. Done that one. Uh, I don't see what done a new one. manager can change. Well, we, I think, yeah, we did do that one, didn't we? Um, you can't done handle pressure. Um, Are you sure you're not caught up with the comments? <laughs> or you can take and to uh, the Celtic manager what a job he's doing at Celtic. I think we've got to be careful. We've just we've got a Celtic man, ex Celtic manager in. <laughs> but then again, you never know. You never know. Mm -hmm. um, Rogers should resign uh, in respect of our great club, but he's greedy and wants the sack. But would you resign? I wouldn't. I'm not going to resign if I know that uh, if they sack me, I'm going to get a nice big payoff. Let's be honest. Yeah, uh, I can't, you can't call him greedy. For that, yeah. thing is, tactically, it's Rogers' fault, but on the pitch, he can't do anything. Yes, he can, he can make substitutions. He has five, and he doesn't realize he has fives. Um, Niall, you're joking with Ollie, so we won't put that up. Um, thought Dyche was going to Bournemouth, not signed and done yet, not signed and done yet. Um, Scott's saying Arsenal have named a 15 year old on the bench. Well, if we can do it, I'm sure that'll give the Arsenal fans something else to moan about. Um, yeah, I'll set her out. He's too young. Stop playing the youth, but we want the youth. Got some yeah. Gray, um, Frank is a perfect replacement. I think that's the way that it most fans, whilst yes, we probably would love Potticino, not mm. sure he would come. And I know what we're saying unfinished business, likes of project, likes youth. I would love him, 
But I think Frank, Thomas Frank, is going to be the one that uh, that might just do it. Talksport was suggesting Eddie Howe is under pressure, even with how Newcastle are doing. Well, I think it's a pressure job. It's a pressure job. It is. I mean, they've been getting draws and not wins. Uh, I don't know if that benefited me at all in the predictions, just throwing that out there, but they drew with Bournemouth, didn't they? So, I mean... You did. That was the, you, got, you got that spot on, I think, that one. Yeah, you got um, Man City spot on as well, for speaking. I right? did. I did. Dan, I didn't do yesterday the other games yet, I'll be honest with you. Daniel no, Falk is doing very well at Borussia Mönchengladbach. Uh, yeah, that's great. Look how well he did at Norwich in Premiership. No, thank you, Doug. No, thank you. Speaking of FFP... How aren't we in FFP? I don't bloody know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I don't know how you are either, but there if, we go. If, if your 400 signings don't keep you up, you might be in FFP after that. <laughs> um, Rogers is also a, pro, a fraud. Uh, fair point, Brad. Don't know what it was, but totally understand. Oh, I think that was right what you said. Yeah. If the if they play at the moment in this setup, they'll get uh, pelted by the media if they put in a bad performance. Uh, can't see either. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have either. Well, I don't know. I would definitely wouldn't have Ranieri back. And like I said, if he was here now, I'd have his babies. I love him that much. But uh, no, Scott Parker, big fat no, indeed. Doug uh, Rennie's in the chat. Good evening. Good morning. Good morning. Good day. Whatever. Good. How are you, Rennie? Um, Steve Coomer, I've just said you don't want Ravi's in. Yo, Ravi, how the devil are you? Um, Morning, Chris. Any chance of playing the record? Go now by the Moody Blues. Wrong channel. If you want to hear me play, in fact, I might do that. I might do a, a some a less. That's a good idea, Terry. I might do that on the radio show. Don't forget, if you want to follow the radio show, mixcloud.com or one word, mixcloud.com forward slash LTID radio, or go on my own website, lestertillidie.com forward slash radio. The link is there. And we could do it. We could do a relegation special, couldn't we? <laughs> Ooh. God, I don't know how you pronounce that. Me or Pope. Get the blood glimped manager. A couple of a couple of people have actually mentioned that. Um Renny wants um Thomas. I mean, are we, are, are we seriously basing uh, you know Bode Glimp manager off what he did in your one season? Are we seriously basing no? Uh, I'm all right, thanks. Good point. As I, I, made, I made that point earlier, True, um, True Red. Yeah, he had a great, had a great last season where he took you to from where you were. He has done very, very well, which is the one thing that's making me think. If it was, I wouldn't necessarily moan. Um, Dean Smith, massive no. Hmm. Uh, Nathan Jones did an excellent job at Luton, uh, but we'll stay there and continue the project. And for God's sake, no, not Al see Allardyce. If he came, if we offered him a short term to keep us up, which he may well do, um, then he, I don't think he'd come because he has so many times he goes to a club like Everton, you know, other clubs where he's kept them up and then they've dropped him. Uh, so oh. Scott, Parker, that would be that'd be desperate bottom of the barrel or waiting on a manager who says approach me next year and then I'll. That's the only we, way you get out we, we were laughing at Man United for doing that. Hey, who's laughing now? All oh, right. <laughs> Scott Park will just uh, down his players like he did at Bournemouth. Um, let's just go through. Somebody said hello to everybody else. Now, again, this is a name that sprung up a few times. I don't think it was on that list, though, was it? Ruben Amorin at Sporting Lisbon. He was on there, and I was like, who is he? I don't, I don't, 
Ah, my, my, right. my foreign league knowledge goes as far as uh, knowing the team's names and how good they were in the 90s and mid-2000s. I don't really follow the German and Italian football and stuff like that anymore, so I don't know these managers. Oh, know. 20 to, yeah, 20 to 1. I don't. I don't. I'm the same as you. I don't know. And I respect all these fans that name these yeah. from foreign, but I, I don't even know, well, who could name the Nottingham Forest starting 11 at the moment? But no, joking aside, Drew, Red, you know, if I ever have to do a joint 11, uh, I leave because I, I don't know any players from other clubs. But yeah, Ruben was 20 to 1. Um, Claude Puel, the magician that got beat by Newport. They, uh, they've, you know. Uh, hey, no, no. He's, he, you know, bring him in. Bring him in, Chris. It's genius. Bring him in and, and then he can get revenge. It'll be, it'll be Claude Puel episode 2, revenge of, of, yes. of, of Newport. Yeah. Uh, Martin O'Neill, too old-fashioned. And to be honest with you, very much like Cluffy. Cluffy was brilliant, great manager, should have been England manager, uh, great manager for you. He did so well at Forest, two European Cups. Can't argue with it, can't argue with it. But once Peter Taylor sadly passed away, Cluffy was never the same. And it's the same with Martin O'Neill. John Robertson passed away sadly. They were a team, it worked. Um, don't, uh, don't, uh, let's just blow up. Um, is Arsene Wenger on that list anywhere? Not as a he he wasn't group. actually, no. Um, Werner what about, what about Walsh and Cotty? We could get the A team like they wanted to do all them years ago. <laughs> I think Thomas Frank fits the mould and fits the quota of Leicester. The owners at Brentford would love him and give him the resources to work with, and they would allow him, and they would allow him to go to Leicester. Oh, and I'll wait for the second part of that. Um, yeah, for far a lot. Sorry, Brad. Was that is that YouTube that brackets the one out of two? Or is no, Mike no, that's, that's that's out of work? Mike. No, that's not <laughs> like that in. That's um, quite good at YouTube to let us know that he's got more. Yeah. But they are the type of club that will allow the manager to go somewhere else to better his own personal career, and he has some very good tactics where he can change the system during the game. Two out of two. Yes. <laughs> I think, well, I, yeah, I mean, some clubs are like that. In fairness to Brighton, they didn't stand in Potter's way. You know, and they could yeah, have they maybe feel it. a bit stabbed in the back because they gave him the licence to thrill in the transfer yeah. market and then he fucked right off to Chelsea. I, I do understand that. Yeah. Terry, please send me a list of the songs. We could go on for ages. Yeah. Neil Warnock, I tell you what, could he do any worse? One point out of... Seven games, he couldn't do any worse. Nah, he's too old. He's too old fashioned for me. I love him. I think he's brilliant. And some of the stories he tells, he's he's almost Harry Redknapp esque. But yeah, same person again. Harry Redknapp. Both of them are just too old. Too too not yeah. with it. I can nip down and knock on Harry Redknapp's door if you want. He's <laughs> only down the road. Um, I'll go. I'll gladly go to Cornwall and knock on Neil Warnock's. I'm going to say he, he was in Cornwall when he went back for his last job. He's farming chickens, but he he would he would come out for any job, Neil. And I respect the guy. Um, I like I like him more now. He's not a manager and he's a pundit. Um, mm. uh, let's have a look. Um, yeah, there we go. So that 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 is it. Um, shall we have a look at what Brendan had to say? Yeah, why not? And then after that, if you're if you're ready with your old tactics, um, we'll see. But this this is what Brendan said after the game. I've not seen this to be honest with you, so this could be interesting. Um, so let me just find the right 
thing. It's only a short one. Here we go. For long periods that didn't feel like a, a 6-2 game, let alone a 6-2 defeat. How, how do you sum it up? Yeah, well, I'm really disappointed for the players because I thought they gave so much to the game. Uh, I thought in the first half we were the much better team. They clearly have quality, but I thought our, our game was very good. Second half, we give away uh, a sloppy goal, like the, like the two in the first half. And we're really we're just giving away soft goals. But still, right the way through to the I think it was about 73 minutes when they get the fourth, we're well in the game. Loris makes a great save uh, for it to go 3-3. Um, but then we, we, we give the ball away again and uh, those sort of individual errors are hurting us a bit. And then they break away and score. So 4-2, generally tough. They can keep the ball, manage the game. We're trying to get something back in the game and it opens us up in the last 10, 15 minutes uh, for, for the two goals. So, um, so yeah, soft goals. But I asked the players to be brave. I asked them to show courage. I asked them to take the ball. They, they did all those things. We pressed the game really well, won it back so many times, created opportunities. But, but we've conceded. We've given them a big hand, really, and conceded four goals tonight that we should never do. Is in particular that first half performance, is that the blueprint for how you want Leicester to play going forward? The aggression, the bravery? Yeah, that, that's everything that the team has been for, for a good part of my first few years. Um, because of changes and injuries over the last, I would say, 12 months or so, we haven't been near to that level, the fluency, because we've had to make so many changes. But, um, but that's when we're at our best, when we commit to the to the game, go and play with that conviction, and you see the chances that we created with it. And like I said, the, the goalkeepers made some great saves. When you are on, on a losing run, does it feel Son hasn't scored before today and he comes on and gets a hat-trick? Is it one of those that, that when that's happening, those, those sort of things seem to happen? Yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been a really, really challenging start. Four of our seven games have been away at Tottenham and Arsenal and Chelsea and played Manchester United at home. So it's, it's been a tough uh, tough start for us on the back of the summer. Um, but yeah, things go against you. But we, we can only look at ourselves. We've got an international break now. We've got to go away and regroup, get back. And then there's a run of games between now and the uh, and the World Cup that gives the, the team a chance to, uh, to climb. And like I said, if we can cut out the... Uh, cut out the goals, the, the, the soft goals, and play to the commitment and the level that we did for large parts of the game, then the team will be fine. I imagine that the dressing room is, is pretty down at the moment. How how do you go about picking them up for that East Midlands derby? Well, it'd be very easy. That Those types of games, they, uh, you, know, you, you don't need to say too much. But, um, but we need to go away, reflect on it, talk about it next week, get some great work in. It's a long period now before that game. That game's on the Monday night, and, uh, and there's absolutely no doubt playing uh, to the level that we did most of the night tonight and give away, uh, not give away the, the soft goals, then uh, we're a great chance of getting the first result. And just finally, can speak about about Fass, who it didn't look, even though Spurs scored six goals, it didn't look like he'd only been at the club for a couple of weeks. No, no, I thought he was outstanding. Him and Johnny were great. I thought they got isolated towards the end. Um, but um, but no, he, he was excellent. First game in the Premier League, played that composure, that aggression. I thought he'd done terrific. Ah, well, um, same old, same old, isn't it? Uh, 
little bit. There's a little bit of difference in there. Um, it kind of puts a different light on it because the score, let's be honest, the scoreline was a bit freakish in terms of the fact that Leicester were in that game right up until the fourth goal. And I suppose when you're bottom of the league and you looks against you and you, you're trying so desperately to get something from this particular game, because I think this game had a lot of pressure on it, clearly, for, for it to happen. And it doesn't excuse the goals by any stretch of the imagination. It certainly doesn't, because I'll... I'll even though they were wonderful goals by Son, I'm going to critique every single one of them, as you know. Um, but yeah. it wasn't the six two. That's the thing. No, yeah. if we yeah, and again, Chris, had we had that game ended three two, yeah, and the performance that, like like we all asked for had been consistent throughout the ninety minutes, and we lost that game three two, mm. I think we'd be a lot in a weird way. We'd actually be happy. Obviously, sad that we lost and got yeah. it, but we, we, we'd be able to see light at the end of the tunnel. I just think when it's so devastating, like a 6 2, and, a, and, and it's on the back of a 5 2, of course, and all these horrible records, I think it just it piles the pressure and, and the misery on even more. And yes, I suppose when you look at it in that way, you understand it a little bit more. To me, I said, well, I went for a 2 1 victory to, 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 to Spurs. Yeah. You I know. went for You did, you did. I, I did that last season, and to be honest with you, mate, it, it, it left me bottom of the prem, bottom of the prediction league. So I, I went for my point today. Um, and I got I got a point for that. But that first half performance, and you're gonna come on to it, I know, but just very briefly, that first half performance, I'm thinking, wow. Yeah, okay, mm. we we <laughs> two goals from the um set piece. That needs to be looked at. The new coach has, you know, the new set-piece coach, in fairness, hasn't had, hasn't had time to fart, really, in, in respect of changing things. Um, but we didn't give up. We, we went out. We got we got an equaliser. And I thought, yeah, that was, I thought, some of the best football we've played this season. Not hard, I know. And it was, to me, about the performance. But at the end, um, it was down to me, like, the substitutions he was making again. You know, changing the centre midfielder, like, you know, 87 minutes. But we will come on to that with you, I am sure. But just before we do that, let me just show you this. It doesn't make very good reading, unfortunately. Look at all those reds. Um, I just do that. I can't see that team in 20th. I just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Forrester there in 19th. They, as we said the other day, they've been told that nobody in Forest can actually, uh, in Nottingham, can have dogs anymore because, of course, they can't hold on to the leads. Uh, but yeah. then again, nor can Leicester. West Ham are playing today against Everton. Oh, what I would give for a draw there. We're not at the moment cut loose. But, and it's that big, huge but, isn't it? You know, as to how long is this going to go on for? And I, and I just think, my my worry is, is those winnable games that are coming up, with no to say disrespect to those clubs, 
Are they winnable with Rodgers in charge? I don't think they are now. Would they be winnable with somebody else, that new manager bounce, possibly somebody coming in with different ideas, somebody comes in that, like you said earlier, gives Pratt and Samori and whatever the, the run? Uh, possibly they would be. So that that's the decision that Top's got to make. Um, yes. Uh, you see, Anthony, right, let me try, Brad, let me just let me just answer this because people are saying this, right? Brandon hasn't been backed, hence a lack of players. Now, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Anthony. And you're an Arsenal fan. You should know this. And it gets me... There's two things that get me annoyed at the moment. One is the total and utter criticism of Danny Ward. Right? He made a worldy save yesterday. Why do people want either... You know this, Brad. I'm, I'm, I'm like a broken record. Everson had one game against the fourth-tier team that had four shots at our goal. Four shots! That's how good Everson was. And yes, he saved a couple of penalties. So did Danny Ward. But Brendan hasn't been backed. Well, a good manager shouldn't be should be able to get the best out of the players he's got. If a manager in again, whatever industry they are in, if they are struggling with the team they've got, and they say, well, we're cutting. It's going to take us four weeks if I'm in sales or whatever to get somebody else in. There's nobody can come in at the moment. You've got to look at the players you've got and get the best out of those players. That's where he's going wrong. Fuck the fact that he's not bought any players. Yeah. yeah. Wrestling. Tag me in, Chris. Tag me in. There we go. We've got the tagging from, from Chris there. Not backed. Not backed, Anthony. Perez. Samore. Um... Who else? I had, I had four names in my head and they all just disappeared when I went to listen there. Perez, Samore, Vestergaard, Bertrand. Bertrand. Do I need to go on and list any more of his signings that Wesley Fofana? Uh, I mean, that's five. It's five. It's five players he backed and only one of them was successful. And that little rat swanned off to London, didn't he? So, not backed. Really? Seems back to me because he was given 30 million to chuck away in the first month of being here. So don't tell me, don't come on here saying, oh, he's not been back. Bollocks. Bobble up, Operation Bobble up, bollocks. It was back. It was back to make his signings. In fact, probably the fact that some of the, most of the signings were a disaster is the reason that Leicester owners are going, yeah, maybe we're not going to trust you with 50 million this season. Calm yourself. Do what you can. Show us what you can do with your signings and, 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 and maybe then we'll 15 million. Totally, totally and utterly right there, mate. So I saw your finger go up. I thought he either wants to go to the loo or he wants to say something. And uh, yeah, I, I I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And like I say, a good manager, Pochettino went 18 months without being able to make any signings. Were Tottenham actually ever bottom of the league? I don't think so. In fact, right. I think it was the year they went into the Champions League final throughout that period of not having a signing. Yeah. Um, Doug, 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 Doug. I'm not even putting that. that is awful. That is awful. I uh, believe it or not, we're not. I'm not actually in the mood for jokes, Doug, this morning. Uh, that six nil, um, hurt us. Why is Bertrand in the 25? Because he's going to be fit before Ricardo Where is, and we look at it back in January. And in January, if Ricardo's fit, he might not be. Uh, I mean, Terry makes a very excellent point here. A very excellent, a very good, excellent point here. Danny Ward, apparently, I didn't realise it. I haven't seen it. We got save of the month. So, 
think it was again. Danny, well done, sir. Well done. Right. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to get rid of that. I'm going to go for a little jingle. If you want to share the screen, Brad, at your end, and then what we'll do is, uh, and, I, and this is going to be interesting, uh, and I think the mic, I've got the swear, swear jar ready, but um, we'll be back straight after this. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey, guys, Ian Hume here. Hi, everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Indeed, indeed. Come on, you foxes. Do what it says there. If you're new to the channel, please press subscribe. If you are already subscribed, please please press the like button. Right, okay. So, Brad, let me have a look then because I have got to. Um, this is all gonna be this is the first time we've done this, guys. If it goes if it goes well, it will look impressive. <laughs> Yeah, it will do as long as I don't get an advert blocking me off what I can do. Can can everybody see it? Can you see my screen? Not well? yet. No, I'm not put it in. Just bear with no, me. Because no. right now I've got an annoying advert that won't. No, oh, I'm gonna have to do what I can with it. But there we go. Just let me know when I'm on screen, Chris, because I'm on the tactic. Yeah, you're on screen, mate. Go for it. Okay. Now. Just put your number one in the bottom left. Brilliant. Thank you very much. At least, at least you can see it. Well, let let's. Let's talk the elephant in the room and I talk about the problems on here. And what I'm just doing here is I'm I'm gonna put the Tottenham players on the pitch first. Here's the goal scorer, Harry Kane. These two are the people that work the short corner well. And just look how effortless it really was for Tottenham to score their first goal. They had three players and and this the, I'm I, I'm gonna take out every other lesser player that was irrelevant in the goal and that is and that is how Leicester set up that's how Leicester defended a corner essentially or the cross into the box you know what I'm going to do him justice poor Danny Ward can go in goal and what what happened there let me just sort this arrow out is this is the finicky part the ball was played no that's supposed to be a line the ball was played out wide and whilst Leicester all stood here this is where this is where the Leicester defense decided to stand when a ball was played short they decided to group around here like a bunch of groupies at a concert at a boy band concert and that left Paul Castagne marking not one not two not three I know there's confusing numbers but three Tottenham players and that then meant that, unfortunately, Perisic, who crossed the ball, had all that time in the world to ping the ball into Kane. Now, Castagne is not the tallest bloke in the world. We know that. But what hope in hell has he got when he's caught in the middle, you know, stuck in the middle with you? Because he didn't know which one to pick up. Now, yeah, the danger man's Kane. Obviously, we all know that. And that's where the scoring came from. But when you've got four defenders not knowing what to do, why, why now, why isn't Evans there? Why hasn't immediately the second, why, you know, why, sort of defender being there, right? Why isn't 
when the corner was taken, let me just get rid of these lines if I can. There you go. So the corner was taken and the edge of the box run short was made to collect the ball. Now instantly, somebody like Evans should be recognising that he's either going to come inside the box or he's going to push out wide and he should be there. Because what that allows Evans to do is that allow Evans, and this is a bit finicky, bear with me, that allow Evans to prepare for the run in or the run out. No, fucking thing. Or the run out. You have to bear with me. It's a bit finicky on a laptop. But that's the two directions he can go. And if Evans runs out and preps himself for that, right there, he cuts out both them options. He can go here, cut it out, another corner. There, he can break up the play. And then Leicester can break out forward. Or, I mean, I mean why, is, why is James Justin then not running right up top? top Oh my God! Words come out of my mouth. <laughs> Why in the morning? Running... It's not good for you, you know. No. Why is he not running forward and, and and getting tight to the corner taker to stop any potential redirection back to the corner taker? Because if he puts pressure on him, right, and he does lay it back to him, and he's there, right, he can't cross it then. No, this pen doesn't want to work, even though it was saying it was a pen. You know, he can't cross it in the box easy and get it over to Kane that way. He can't do that. That that does not happen if they press. And this is the problem that Leicester have had with all the goals. Um, and, you know, another problem I have, what we used to do, is I'm just going to drag these Tottenham players away, right? I've lost you, mate. We've gone. Have you? Yes. Can you see me now? I see so you. Much. I can't see the board. We've lost the board. Oh, this is shit then. I can't do this. I can't do it. If it's going to do that, I can't do it, mate. It's it's crap to use. It's finicky. So, <sighs> can you see it now? Is that better? No, you, you need to share it again. Oh, for fuck's sake. Right, we won't do this this way again, mate. It ain't working. It ain't working for me or you. This is just annoying. I've I got mean, it I on share. What about if I get it up at this end? Um, and you it, tell me what to do. Would that work? I don't know, mate. Uh, is that working? Stupid screen sharing. Yeah, let's get it back. Here we go. Right, right. What I'm going to do it. Sorry about this, guys. We, we were trying this out, Neil. I was hoping it would work a bit better, but unfortunately, my slow laptop and, and, and the screen sharing just paused. I don't know why. But let's forget Tottenham for a second. Let's forget their positioning. Piss off. This is a disaster. Sorry, guys. This is a disaster of a tactic board. There we go. Here's Leicester's marking for a corner. Go away. You're Tottenham. Leicester's marking from a Tottenham, uh, from, a, from a set piece, is here's our defence. We'll all stand here. We'll all stand here. Because all they're waiting for, Chris, all they're waiting for is these Tottenham players to make the runs into the box. They're waiting for, they're, they're tracking any late runs into the box and do you know what they're not prepared for right up the alamo that's what leicester are defending and expecting Tottenham to do they're expecting edge of the box players players creeping in and around to be there and waiting for these players to charge into the box late and try and get a diving header in what none of them are preparing for is a Tottenham player getting there or a Tottenham player getting here or a Tottenham player getting here and what the and these two goals, two of the goals we conceded were 
Tottenham players in them areas, I know they'd be offside in this occasion, but just go with the fact that they're not being marked that well, okay? And what that, what the reason they're scoring, the reason that flick on goes in for the second goal, you know, that goal, and the reason Kane scores the first one, fucking shit, there in the near post, is purely because we don't have a man there. And guess what, Chris? I don't know if you guys can guess why I'm going to put number seven over here. I'm going to put him there at the back post. We don't mark our posts. And that makes poor Danny Ward have the impossible job because he's got to try and track the ball. He's got to keep his eye on the ball at latest possible for the Kane goal. And I'm just going to just going to remove the lines and I'm going to I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to give Danny Ward the analysis of what happens to him. Bless him. Go away. Go away. There isn't an easier way to remove these, um, unfortunately, guys. So you have to deal with me moving them all individually. But when the cross comes in for the first goal, no, stay away when I click off you, you stupid machine. Um, right. The ball comes in from the number two. No, I said the ball, not the person. The ball comes in from the number two towards Kane for the first goal. Right. Danny Ward can't go here. Danny Ward can't go there, first of all, because he's got a cluster of less defenders in and around that area, so he can't get in their way. But he can't immediately go to his near post and preempt Kane coming in here because he has to watch the ball. He has to watch the ball. He has to wait for any deflections. The defender might get his head on it. And he has to make the latest movement. And by that time, the ball gets to its destination. Kane runs into it. He's there, Danny Ward's there, and he's then got to throw himself at it and hope he saves it, and he doesn't. And it's the same with the second goal. The second goal, Chris, is is just as bad because he can't go to the back post for, for, for Eric Dyer, who was in a pretty much the same position as Kane from their corner. You know, we have nobody in the posts, so he gets a free cross into Dyer who does what any defender does in that situation. He flicks it on. He flicks it on in the hope of putting his back post. Danny Ward can't stand here. Danny Ward can't get there because he hasn't got any safety net. Danny Ward's area of concern is his entire goal from a set piece. And that's not fair on Danny Ward. Danny Ward should have to be worrying about coming and collecting it if it's here. If it's there, Danny Ward's job. If it's in the, in the round at six yard box, Danny Ward gets it. If it's in the middle of his goal, Danny Ward gets it. But his front and near posts... Oh, I zoomed in there because this mouse is awful. No, zoom in, that's better, actually. Is it? Brilliant. Yeah. His front and near posts are a defender's responsibility. It allows... Because we have conceded so many goals from a defender getting a ball, flicking it off the top of his head and going in the back post because we don't have anybody there. If somebody's there, it gets volleyed away. And then guess what? Leicester can press. They can get the ball out. Fast can chase it. Yuri can chase it. And all of a sudden, these players that have been waiting to spring the trap on Tottenham are having to trap back and get caught by trying to chase back a, a Pats and Dacca. Mm. And that is it's just wrong. It just, you know, Leicester aren't doing that. And if they do that from their set piece, I mean, the American, if you want a set piece coach buddy to come along with you, I'll, I'll, I'll gladly do it. I'm going to skip ahead for the goals. Um, Ndidi, that, I'm not going to discuss that goal. That's just pathetic. That's lack of confidence. Ndidi had 
so much room. The guy was jogging towards him. He had no reason to stutter on the ball. It's just a pathetic goal. We're going to skip. Did he get that. a shout? Do you think from his team? I mean, I said last night on the post-match show that no. um, he should be aware of what's going on around him. He should be. He's got you a brain. Know. He's got yeah. eyes. And when Johnny played that ball to him, nobody mm. was on him. Johnny, that was a that was yeah. a sensible pass. He was the one Leicester player that wasn't being marked closely. Yeah, he was. Uh, so, A, indeed, he should have been more aware of what was going on around him for a player of his experience. But yeah. B, should and did other players possibly shout at him and say, man on, you know? Yeah, they should have. And, and maybe they should have. But again, he's got a brain. He knows what he's doing. He knew he had his back towards goal. He should have known that someone's no doubt, oh, excuse me, excuse me, you know, going to try and close him down. Um, and now... The problem I'm going to show you here, guys, isn't a problem with the goals. It's a problem with what happens to Leicester when they are up against it. And it's happened all season. And, oh, for God's sake, you have to ignore lines. It's doing me head in. Right? Leicester line up as a back four like this. This is how Leicester usually line up. And I'm going to quickly, as quick as I can, bear in mind, bugger these Spurs players off. because. They're antagonizers on the bench. Leicester line up like this. Usually, if I can quickly throw it together, I'm just going to do the midfield. I'm not going to worry about the strikers. So, oh, whatever, Stu, this, this isn't going to work next time around, mate. We'll figure something else out. But for now, that's Leicester's midfield and defense. That's how they line up and that's how they start the process of that high line press. You know, that, that would normally. You know, the, these guys here, up until about the centre, uh, up until about Vaz uh, uh, and Johnny Evans, would normally progress to about there. In the attack, them four players, these four players here that you can see me going around with this magic pen, would high line press all the way up until about halfway into Tottenham's half. That cost us later on, but the game was already lost, so I can kind of understand the bad positioning of being caught outnumbered. This is what concerns me. And it's Brendan's switch in tactics. When when we're 1-0 up or 2-1 up or we're fighting for our lives to try and hold on to a point, what happens is, is he makes it their job to focus on this little instrument down here. This thing. It's called a football that sometimes Leicester players are scared of. And they're so scared to protect this man in the goal and, and, stop, the, and stop. What they're trying to do is that they get it into their head that they've got to get the Great Wall of China to stop this ball going in the net. And what that allows Spurs, and every team has done it to us this season, is confidence, I don't know. They go into ball-watching mode. And it's the worst thing you can do as a side. You always get told as kids, stop ball-watching, react to what you're seeing. And these, and these, you know, I can't do maths at the moment. I'm like Brandon Rogers. Uh, my head's, I've got, these eight players do this. This is when Tottenham come at us. I'm going to put them in their positions now. This is Castagne. This is Justin. That's Val. That's Evans. That's Ndidi, Samore, whoever was on at that point. This is Kieran Dewsbury Hall. This is um, this is Yuri Tillemans. And this is James Madison. Now, 
we claim to be footballing fans and experts here, and I'm no tactician or things, but does anybody else see the problem with us defending so deep? Does anyone see the problem with having poor Dakar? Oh my God, that was supposed to be a player. Does, does anyone else? What the fuck are you doing? Oh, it won't let me stop. I'm going to have to use a different colour. I'm going to have to use a different colour. But does anyone else see the problem with having nine players in and around our own box and leaving the other the other two players so far out of sight that they've changed colour? That, that's not my fault. The app, the app just gone weird on me now. I don't know what's going on. Uh, we'll have a chat afterwards about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, to me, to me, there's there's no, nobody in between. There's no yeah. ring between the, our yeah, players. Yeah, exactly. We've got this giant open space, like you just said there, Chris, with not a single blue shirt or a weirdly green-coloured shirt as it is up front, you know, to, to pass to. We haven't got anybody to break out to. Now, in the first half, Danny Ward and Faz were playing killer balls out wide to the wing-backs, and Leicester were practically either just about to go into their half or already in their half. Oh, that, was, that, that wasn't that was a case at 3-2. Leicester was so deep and so worried about that ball, and I'll try and get rid of the other line there. There you go. So worried about that ball going from there to there. Spurs, let me show you how Spurs were. Spurs had a player there. A player, oh, we'll put a player on the ball because it's nice for the ball to not get left out of the snow. Yeah, he's a player, player, not a Leicester player, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the white, yeah, so the white. No, no, I'm being sarcastic there because Leicester won the ball. Yeah, but again, they weren't allowed the ball because they, they they actually didn't allow themselves to have the ball. And I, I do apologise. I wish I could show you this in an even better way than I, I than I'm explaining it. But this is how every other team: Brentford, Southampton, uh, Brighton. When Leicester had either the initiative or were trying to defend for their lives to not lose a game at two all. This is how the whole entire game played out to that point until it was capitulation FC at four two in, in, in this case. They had everybody ready and they could have they, you know if this was they could have gone here, there, there, there with it. They wouldn't have been under any pressure. They weren't ever going to be under any pressure. They could have done this for 25 minutes and then had a shot. And the thing is, right, this is what I want to criticise. I'm going to use the number seven example. So follow me. Come on, Keith. You're on the seven. Where's the seven? No, it's not a magic show. But Son, for his goal, was here. And I'm just going to move him back because he's actually too far forward for, for Leicester's liking. Just concentrate on seven. Forget everybody else. Let's move them a bit out of his way. No, that's I'm supposed to be moving the ball. We won't be using this again, Chris, because I'm getting ratty arse using it here. Um, what what what's what's the issue? Do you see here? If I tell you Son does, has this ball for thirty seconds before he skillfully bent it into the top corner, if I told you thirty seconds, then blue players don't move. What what's the first thing you would say they need to do to correct that and stop that from happening? They need to close him down. Yeah. And they don't, and they don't. And the more you watch the game, Chris, they never close him down. They never, cl they, and they haven't closed down a single goal scorer who scored a goal from the edge of our box. You know, guess what? Son on this side of things. Guess what? He had a shot. It went in that corner. Yeah, come on, Mr. Ball. You, you, you're lagging. You need to go there. Again, you're too far forward. You were defending deeper. You weren't even in the frame. What do you... 
would you say it was a the same problem that nobody closed him down or b was there a different problem same problem yeah and that is what brendan is saying and this is where it becomes brendan's problem and this is where you have to factor in confidence and frailty because they are ball watching the reason they are so deep and the reason that nobody's going out to them is because they are scared and afraid to make a mistake which then opens up uh which opens up the goal even more and they are they are so concerned about trying to make a force field on a wall to protect danny ward that all you're doing is you're allowing someone of the quality of human son you're allowing someone of the quality of arsenal players like jesus and and all them players that have done so past this season the ability to shape their body look at the goal get their foot behind it and strike it as as you could not ask son to to have had a two goals more perfectly defended than the way he wanted to no pressure all the time in the world he gets to shape it line it up think about it and then execute it and that's what quality players will do the reason their arrows are in the corner of the goal is because that's where he put it and i tell you what james madison on a training ground pitch he would love that scenario he would love to see eight players in their own box trying to stop him and letting him have the all the room to run out infamous goals look at yori tillemans's goal in the fa cup given the freedom of wembley scored a perfect scored a fantastic goal kieran jewsby hall against brentford given the freedom of the pot scored a fantastic goal the season before same opposition Dewsbury Hall given the freedom of the park fantastic goal Madison fantastic goal these players score these goals when they're given this sort of defense in front of them and that is what for the majority costs Leicester goals and this is the biggest mistake right we need to stop doing because when it's going well or we're still in the game Chris these players are spread out these players yeah. are on the front foot when it's not this is how Leicester play and this is why teams batter us because oh, look at these what we've got one two three four five six. we've got seven white shirts on my pitch here right and not a single one of them is in fear of losing the ball because mm. they're either in the box or they're you know tweedledee and tweedledum because they're in the wrong kill kit they came out with a third kit bless them you know they're they're in they're in tottens off going out oh, the race how you doing mate it's a great game this for you lot isn't it no us no we're on the pitch but we're not actually involved in the next 20 minutes because you're going to be bombarding our goal and, and that's pretty much what happened and it happened against Brentford. it happened against southampton it's happened against manchester united when they were one nil up it, it even happened to chelsea who were down to 10 men the, the only difference between them games and brighton in this game is desperation came in desperation of our situation desperation of being on one point desperate to get a result desperate to get three points and that desperarity led to the ease of 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 the of of the sixth goal and i'm not going to critique the defense for it no. i'm not going to critique it because they were stretched you had evans and fast and then every single other leicester player when it was you know just as jlo once said i think it was might got something wrong it was all just a little too late you know you got a lead you know it was all a little too late at 4-2 because they were so committed in in the ball that all the last players stopped they stood still they dropped their heads when spurs broke up playing get the ball poor evans and fast 
were like, hello, can you mm. say, you know, like being lost at sea. They were hoping for a boat to see them waving their hands in the air. Yeah. And that, that's what led to the goal. I'm going to leave the tactical summary there because I'm having difficulty with it. It's not running as smooth as 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 I was hoping to have got there. No, no, yeah, right. we'll have, stay on and we'll have a have a, have a very yeah. brief chat afterwards. Um, I'm going to watch along coming up uh, this afternoon for the Leicester women, um, which is actually no, against Tottenham, wouldn't you know? Yeah. Um, if you, I'm going to say last question. Uh, if you were top. Two weeks off now. Would you make that decision now? I would already be expecting Fabrizio Romero to tweet that the board are having emergency meetings. Because if I was in charge, I would have let him sleep it off like a dirty hangover and I'd have called him into my office 8am and I'd have been sitting there going, tell me why you should still be the manager of this club. Mm. Because if I don't get the answer I'm looking for, then... I'm going to have to let you go. Well, Gray says get rid now. Rene says yes, of course. Yeah, I, I think that would be the outcome. But as as a businessman, you have to you have to allow your employee a stay of execution and say, well, if you can't convince me, I'm going to sack you. Yeah. So convince me not to, in a way. I, I've I've had the splinters up my backside, as you know, for seven games now. Uh, I, I've come. To, I don't think he can change it. I think you know it's not just been that. I, I said let's give him this season. He, he, he had it last season. The injuries, I think, masked a lot of, of mistakes. But you know, fair enough. You know, we did have those this season. I said let's see how we go. Um, I worried if we leave it any longer that we will get cut adrift at the bottom and there's yeah. winnable games, we won't be winning. Well, if you want any hope for a new manager, maybe Brentford fans want their manager out because they are currently 2 0 down to Arsenal. Mm, yeah. yeah. And as as, um, as as Doug said there, Wolves want to speak to Bruno Lager about recent results. You know, we will see. Brad, thank you very much, mate. You did as best as you could. Like I said, we'll have a we'll have a quick chat after. And um, mm. I will see you, well, probably sometime next week, but we haven't got a game. So uh, I'm trying to get a couple of people on to, to have a chat, but uh, we will see how that goes. Uh, mate, take care. Thank you very much. And I'll speak to you afterwards. And obviously, yeah. yes, we, we'll, we know when the games are coming up and we'll be talking then. Yeah, take no worries. Apologies to anybody that couldn't understand that tactics from that board. I do no, apologize. It worked. It worked fine. I'll go, mate. Speak to you soon. Yeah, Thanks a lot to Brad. There is a new system. It will take a bit of getting used to. Um, but uh, I think we're all... I think if we were winning, that wouldn't have felt so bad doing that. <laughs> I think that's the thing. Um, do you know what? I will be back, as I say, at 2 o'clock, ready for the 2.30. Well, 2 o'clock, maybe 2.15 for the 2.30 kickoff in the um, Women's Super League. We face Tottenham. We're at home to Tottenham. Uh, and so I'm not really looking forward to it, but hey-ho. Uh, thanks very much, Gray. Gray says, great show. Um and did you enjoy the tactic board? We need to sort of obviously have a little play that was the first time. But how did you feel about that? 
And don't forget, if you do like a bit of a laugh and a joke and a bit of music, the ultimate blend of sport and music, it's Leicester Till I Die Radio, uh, mixcloud.com forward slash LTID radio, um, as it says below at the bottom there on the uh, on the banner. Um, or you can go on to www.lestertillidie.com forward slash radio and find the link from there. We'll see you. Uh, if not, we're not doing any shows tomorrow uh, out of respect. And on Tuesday, I'm on uh, Man United Fans Channel, Munzee Talks. Uh, and then I'm, we've got a quiz on Wednesday. Uh, but that, that that's it. That's it. Uh, and for some reason, I've highlighted my doctor's appointment as if I'm doing a show. Um, so I might be doing a show there from uh, the doctor's surgery. Euthanasia, he may say. <laughs> he, may be, he may take sympathy on me. All right, guys, thanks very much. Take care. See you in a bit. And remember... Don't do anything that I wouldn't enjoy. Yeah, maybe not. Goodbye. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. This week's episode has come to an end. But the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share and get involved. Join us next time. They think it's all over. It is now. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Participating restaurants 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.